We hear a lot of perspectives on the Mankind Podcast. Inclusion of a guest is not an endorsement of their views, and the opinions expressed here do not always represent the mission or values of the Mankind Project USA. Looks like the rain has gone. G'day, Brandon Clift here from the Mankind Podcast, as well as Breakthrough EQ, uh, in partnership with Talent Smart EQ, here to give you some tips and strategies to help you get through this silly season as we enter from 2020 into 2024. It has been a big year for many of you, professionally, personally, and oftentimes Christmas time is the first, uh, well, one of the first opportunities to come back and be with family and be with friends. Maybe you're heading to your hometown. Maybe you're bringing your family and your partner. One of the amazing things about getting back together with family and friends over the silly season is it's a reconnection. It's time to get back together, catch up on what everyone's been up to and what life has been like. You'll have a lot, they'll have a lot to update you with and you'll have a lot to update them. And also with that convergence, there's often opportunity for conflict, maybe familiar conflict, Perhaps there are certain family members that you have had tension with in the past. Perhaps those are family members that you're closest to. Now, whether you disagree with them politically, personally, or depending on whatever issue, whatever line in the sand that could be drawn, uh, there is opportunity for conflict. There is opportunity for disconnect. And it's easy to get lost and get stuck and get possessed by that, uh, which gets us away from the real meaning of Christmas, right? Presence. No, like presence, like to be present with someone, not giving them actual gifts. So this, uh, this silly season, you have an opportunity to do something a little bit different. And I want to give you some strategies here. In fact, three kind of key areas of focus that can help you prepare to get the most out of your time with your family and your friends this silly season and not get caught in the usual traps of conflict, disconnection, and uh, you know, a regrettable incident, you could say. So let's get you excited for this Christmas and future Christmases to come uh, with these kind of three uh, little keys here I have for you. First things first, let's look at this from an emotional intelligence lens. If we look at kind of the various key skills within emotional intelligence, you have self-awareness, self-management, you have your relationship management, and then you have kind of your broader social skills. And we're going to look at those first two, which fall in the personal category for emotional intelligence. We'll start with self-awareness. Now, self-awareness is understanding yourself. It's the ability to identify the people, the circumstances, and the uh, environments that cause you to feel certain emotions, whether emotions that you enjoy or emotions that can be challenging. I don't like to call them good or bad. All emotions can teach us something. So we have these nice feeling emotions and we have these challenging ones that can arise because of certain environments, circumstances and situations or people. Now, these environments and people and circumstances may very well be around the Christmas table uh, as you're sitting down for a meal or throwing back a couple eggnogs. And to have this self-awareness is really important. Is to identify that, you know what? When drunk Uncle Todd gets a little too drunk and starts to put his tinfoil hat on getting into conspiracy theory territory, I feel anger. I feel anger because of these unfounded things that he's spouting off and ABC and insert your narrative or your story here. 
So you've already done a bit of legwork here. You've identified these are the emotions I feel. I feel anger when drunk Uncle Todd puts on his tinfoil hat and gets into conspiracy theory territory. Cool. Great awareness. You know that. So that's the self-awareness. Next, we move into the self-management. With that awareness, what do we do about it? How do we regulate your emotions? How do we give you a formula for success as opposed to jumping in the ring and doing 12 rounds with drunk Uncle Todd, knowing that you're never going to change his mind anyway, and you're likely going to make things worse for the whole family and for yourself. So self-management, you might go, you know what? Uh, when drunk Uncle Todd gets into that territory, I'm just going to find a good reason to separate myself from the situation and back out. Uh, my wife and I have a great little strategy that uh, when you know, when I get really passionate in a conversation and I want to kind of take over the whole thing, she draws a circle on my back, which means close the loop. And it's a great reminder like, oh, wow, maybe I'm kind of controlling things here and I should open the floor so other people can share. And so that's a self-management strategy and leveraging her self-awareness uh, when it's being a blind spot for me and I'm not being aware of how I'm taking over a conversation. So you can look at it from an EQ lens as you come into the Christmas season is, you know, being aware, what are the environments, the circumstances, the people that cause an emotional reaction out of me? And with that awareness, what are some strategies I can put in place so that I'm not getting in the mud with drunk Uncle Todd? I can separate myself, protect myself energetically, emotionally, so that I can enjoy my Christmas time. Now, sometimes easier said than done. There may be people in your family that you have quite a history with. And that history might be a little tumultuous. Uh, it might be unresolved. And so coming into this Christmas season, there may be a little bit of baggage. You might feel that kind of pit in your stomach as you see mom or dad or whoever, uh, whoever you're in a relationship with. And these three C's were something that uh, came out of a conversation I had in one of the earliest episodes of the Mankind podcast uh, with Daniel Ellenberg, who at the time was the president of the APA for the studies around manhood and masculinity. And our conversation was all about how to have a courageous conversation, right? How to have these conversations that they're, uh, they're risky, right? They require you to step outside your comfort zone. And so for a conversation like this, we came up with these kind of three C's organically. And, and these have evolved over time or, or fleshed out a bit more. But I, I now actually teach these three C's uh, in my emotional intelligence classes at the University of Tennessee through the Center for Professional Education. Say that three times. <laughs> and uh, it's been a hit. Everyone's phone comes up, they take a photo of it once it's up on the board. And so we'll get started. You have these EQ strategies, you know who ticks you off, you know which emotions come up, you have some management strategies, but what if it's a little bit more tangled, a little bit deeper? Well, let's look at the first of the three C's. Clarity. More specifically, clarity of intent. So what does that mean? Clarity of intent is the question, what do I really want to get out of this interaction, this relationship, this situation? What is my intention for this? Now your intention on the surface level might be, I need to change my dad's opinion about these things, my brother's opinion, drunk uncle Todd, I need to change them so I can feel safe, so I can feel seen or heard. That might be the surface level intention or desire. But really, is that a helpful healthy, realistic intention? Or is there a realistic outcome to come from that? Maybe not. Let's just say no for now. What if your intention above all else is to have a healthy relationship with your dad? 
to get back in connection with someone that you've had a previous history of falling out of connection with? What if that was the intention? What if that was what you want more than, more than anything? Do you want to be right in an argument or do you want to get it right so that you can go back to what's important? Relationship, connection. And so first by starting like and asking yourself, what it, like, what is my intention for this relationship, for my connection with this person? And how can I get that? Well, to get that, you have to look at the next C, which is compassion. Understanding that however asinine or insane someone's worldview may seem to you, their political beliefs or whatever, that there's a human being there. A human being with lived experiences, with feelings, and with shoes that you can never walk in. And so their life has led them to hold those beliefs. And as much as we want to judge the individual, we have to kind of hold a bit of space for the fact that you haven't lived in their shoes. Their beliefs might be informed by something that you have no relationship with or can understand. Or you may have grown up in a similar environment and found a different way, but they're not there yet. And you are. So you have the luxury of perspective and you can't expect them to do or understand everything that you've done as well. So compassion is key here to understand there's a human being there with feelings and a full lived experience. And just by holding that, you might be a little bit more tender in how you connect with them, how you converse with them. So clarity of intent, what do you want to get out of this relationship, this conversation, this Christmas? Compassion, remembering there are human beings that you're dealing with, with that are just as fallible as you. And the third C is curiosity being open and curious to what can this individual teach you? What perspectives might they hold or what access might they have to blind spots of yours that can really help you in your growth and really help you connect with them more? That curiosity shows that you are open, that you're not fixed, that you have a growth mindset and that you're open to learning from these individuals and from those around you whom you care about or want to care about more. And you're putting the best foot forward. You know, you're, you're rising above or, or taking the high road, if that makes sense. And in turn, modeling to them that you have this desire for connection. You have this desire to, and this curiosity to learn more about their perspective as crazy as it may seem to you. So going into these relationships, you have some EQ strategies that you can go into with self-awareness. What are the environment circumstances and individuals that trigger emotions in me? How can I manage them? And then the three C's, having a clarity of intent. What is your intention? What do you want out of your relationship with these people and this Christmas? Curiosity or compassion, human beings at the end of the day, how can you show a bit of tenderness and care and love for these people as crazy as you may think their perspectives may be? And then curiosity, how might they have access to some blind spots of yours and can support you in your growth? And lastly, a little thing, and this is not so much a strategy as it is just an opportunity to give a little good faith this Christmas season. There are those of us where this is quite a challenging time. I host a men's group here in Chattanooga called Men Who Chat, C-H-A-T-T. And it's a, a safe, not comfortable, but a safe space for men to take their masks off and connect on a deeper level, on a heart level, outside of just a, a head level. And men have been checking in in the weeks leading up to Christmas, some with excitement, others with a bit of trepidation and, and fear because of what Christmas might mean to them 
perhaps some traumatic experiences they've experienced around this time of year. Perhaps this might be their first Christmas without a certain loved one in their life. So now is a really great opportunity to think about the people in your life who may be quite fearful, hesitant, or unwilling to go into this Christmas season because of those experiences. Who do you know who might have lost a loved one? And you might be asking, okay, well, how do I support them? Well, first things first, you're not putting on a cape and saving the day, right? Their life, it's their work, it's their, it's their emotions to navigate. But what you can do is remind them that you see them, that you care about them, and that you're there for them. And that looks simply like this. Hey, are you okay? Such a simple question. It's the magic question though. Hey, are you okay? Now, don't have any attachment to the outcome or the answer because everyone's going to be different. But be prepared because someone you might know is very stoic and unflinching, doesn't show a lot of emotion. The floodgates may well open because you've shown them that they're not alone and that you care. So I hope you have got some value out of these strategies uh, for how to, you know, how to approach the silly season uh, with a bit more emotional intelligence, uh, with a bit more awareness and perspective, and a greater opportunity to connect with those around you, to get what you want from your relationships this Christmas season, and not fall into the many obvious, well, <laughs> seemingly they're not obvious, but they actually are in retrospect, traps that many of us can fall into when we get into the season with interacting with many of our family members. Uh, and who knows, you might come out of this, uh, this Christmas and New Year's with a deeper relationship and awareness and appreciation for your drunk Uncle Todd. <laughs> Lots of love. I wish you all the very best over this Christmas season. Me, my wife, and uh, our little baby, Bindi, are going to be taking a trip to Australia. It'll be my wife and my daughter's first trip there and my first trip since, uh, yeah, since moving here. Uh, back in 2020. Wow. Pandemic and all that stuff. So excited to get my feet in the sand and come back tan mid-January and I'll see you all then. Lots of love, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. This has been another episode of the Mankind Podcast produced in association with the Mankind Project USA. We have been your host, Boyson Hodgson and myself, Brandon Clift, and we want to thank our guests, for joining us today and imparting their wisdom from their experiences in this amazing journey called life. If you want to find out more about today's guests and support them in their mission, you can find links to them in the show notes. Now, if you have found gold and insights that you believe could benefit your loved ones and those you care about, be sure to share it with them. And of course, we are always grateful for a rating and review of the show on iTunes. Now, above all else, we've got to thank you, the listener. Because through your attention and your support, you have made it possible for us to let men all over the world know that they are not alone and that there is more than one way to be a man. And if something in this episode has touched you, then perhaps it is the call to action to get involved in men's work. With live trainings happening constantly and in-person trainings happening all over the world, the Mankind Project definitely has something for you. Now, if you've enjoyed the music in this episode and all of our episodes, be sure to check out Jim Donovan and the Sun King Warriors. I have links to them in the show notes. And lastly, just know what it means to me to be a man is completely different than what it means for you. That is the beauty of this journey. So if you are looking for guidance, support and community as you begin to unpack and dive deeper into your men's work journey, then you know where to find us. Same place, same time next week. Lots of love. 
We'll see you then.